As I walked on through Chatham Street, a fair maid I did meet. She asked me to see her home, she looked and blinked straight to me away. Santi, my dear Annie, oh, you New York girls, can you dance the polka? The Long Haul Podcast, America's Irish Voice. Interviews with inspiring immigrants, renowned Irish personalities, and discussions on all things Irish America. Presented by Michael Dorgan and Johnny Kennedy. On this week's podcast, New York College's football manager Paddy Curtis looks back on his side's performance in the Corner McLean Cup last week, which took place in Carlo IT. The 26-man panel of All-American-born players were aiming to be the first New York team to win the competition, which is the third-tier competition of the Sigerson Cup. New York lost the semi-final by just a single point, but then they dusted themselves down and won the Shield final the following day. The win meant they were the first New York team in history to win win silverware at the tournament. Paddy reflects on their week in Ireland and says that the future is bright for this crop of very young players. We also delve into the role Mead football legend Graham Garrity played as a coach with the team. As listeners know, Graham was on the podcast a few weeks ago when he was in New York. That podcast and all of our other podcasts are up on the longhaulpodcast.com. Just a reminder too that the New York seniors will play Salt Hill Nakara in a challenge game on Friday, March 18th at 7.30pm. Come out and show your support as the lads build towards their Connacht Championship tie versus Sligo, which takes place on Easter Sunday this year. You can follow us on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter at The Long Haul Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to the channel. This way, you will be the first to get notified when a new episode is released. So, Paddy, thanks very much for coming back on The Long Haul Podcast. Uh, you're back after, uh, You're back the last couple of days now. Uh, the dust has settled. You returned with silverware. Not the silverware you were initially hoping for, but she came back with silverware uh, nonetheless. Tell me, how did you get on and uh, what, what are your uh, thoughts now, uh, Looking back on the week, um, yeah, it was it wasn't what we looked for. What you wanted the cup, but um, we still came back with silverware. We're still the first New York College team to come back with silverware, so um, it's still a massive achievement. Um, I thought we conducted ourselves very well. We played um, fantastic football. We played Wexford in a challenge game on the Wednesday night in horrific weather. You could have kicked a ball from 121 to the next in one half. And it was like 70 mile an hour rain flashing at your face when you're trying to play. That was that was an interesting thing for them. Then I guess we didn't do much on it Thursday. We went actually to the sea. Um, we had a late training session with Anthony Masterson. We went into the sea. We all agreed if I get in, they'll all get in. So we got in. It was so cold. It was freezing. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Ireland, lads. Oh, lad, I was tired with the idea and I'd take off my hoodie and then a three would run in and then I'd, and I was taking off my pants another three would run in and then they came down and said, me and another lad, they're like, you're either going in or putting you in. So I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll go in. <laughs> Just let me recap there, first of all. So you went over on the Wednesday, you played a challenge game on the Wednesday. Was, it, did you, was that on there? I, I saw the... the the game, uh, the first game uh, in, in Carlo IT was on uh, all weather surface. Was that Wexford game on the grass pitch or? Oh, yeah, Wexford game was on grass pitch. So we landed Wednesday morning and we went to the hotel. We hung out. We had a physio meet up with us, Seamus McWalter. He was treating some of the guys. 
Um, and then we went up to the local pitch, St. Patrick's GA Club, and we played Wexford in the twenties in a challenge game, which was it was a very good challenge game for us. And did you play a full sixty minutes? And did for this- yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. And so, how many there was? There was a tw- twenty-six man panel. Or am I am I right with that? That travelled over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All American right, born, yeah. of course. All, all American born. Um, everyone got game time, so we had plenty of options to look at lads and see who was doing well and how they were adapting to the Irish weather. Um, so yeah, yeah or the hurricane, the seaweed, the, hurricane. the jellyfish. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it came as a, a good preparation because I felt like we needed a good challenge game from outside of New York where they didn't know the lads were American. Like, we were very lucky to get challenge games off the, the New York juniors. Um, they definitely helped us out, giving us three challenge games, which did stand to us. And they were close um, games like, as well, weren't they? Yeah, they were close games. I think we won two and they won one. But um, regardless of what happened in them games, it was just get, good to get a challenge game off lads that they weren't familiar with that their aggression and tactics may be different or you know you said most of the lads here would know the lads here anyway so they'd know if they're right foot or left foot and they're all club mates so it's better when we went home that we had a challenge game to give us a better idea of how the boys would adapt to when we got to the college tournament you know and so the game Friday you played uh, Tala on the Friday wasn't it and it was uh, uh, by, the, by the smallest of margins tell us how the game went um, the game went went pretty well Um we, 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 we started as we thought we would. We got into it pretty early. We got stuck in. We didn't shy away from the physicality of it. It was treacherous rain and wind again. Sim- similar to the Wednesday night, probably not a stronger wind, but it was similar kind of weather. Um, and it was kind of, they got a point, we got a point, they got a point, we got a point. It was nip and tuck the whole way. Hmm. Second half, I felt that we were definitely a better team. I thought we were pulling away from them as in terms of fitness-wise. We just we were playing against the wind in the second half, and we just found it that little bit more difficult to score in the second half. We probably had a couple of chances near the end of that last period, maybe fifteen minute period, where we could have probably brought it into extra time, where I feel like we would have beaten them. What oh, was the final? Was it ten nine? Was the final score, Paddy? Ten nine, yeah. I feel I feel like you analyze it way more because it's so close. You'd nearly rather you yeah. make it twenty points, you yeah, know, yeah, because they're yeah. saying, "Geez, if we had got that score, if that didn't hit the post." Or, you know, just little things. But um, we definitely finished the game very strong. I, like, not being biased because it was us, but I felt that we were definitely the, the better team on the day. But sure, it goes by score, doesn't it? And did, uh, did were you ahead of half time? And uh, you said that you played back, you were against the wind in the second half? No, it was, no, it was five points each at half time. So, so nip and tuck the whole way through? Nip the whole way through, yeah. Um, it's no consolation for us, but their management came in to speak to us, and, and they they said the same. They weren't they weren't talking down to us by saying that they thought we were the better team. They generally thought we were a better team on the day, and um, it just didn't work out for us, you know. Of course, you had to recoup then and uh, get yourselves together, and went out the following day. To, the following day was to play the Shield game, wasn't it? And that was against Newry, wasn't it? Yeah, we played SRC and um, Southern Region College, which is Newry down kind of area. Um, we stayed on to watch their game against uh, John Moores of, of Liverpool, who were phenomenal outfit. Like they were, they were well tuned, big athletic lads. Did a couple of down on the twenties on the team. They moted very well, yeah. So we watched their game. There wasn't a massive scoreline difference between the two teams. Um, John Moores just pulled away near the end. So we took a lot from that game. We as management had a chat that evening with different lads where we thought players could play. 
and we kept lads as focused as we could um, for the day ahead because, as we said, we had never won any cup at this competition. So even though ours, we were down because we were all hoping to get to a cup final, um, we still had a chance to do something that no other New York team had done before. So it was very important to us to not let the wheels fall off the wagon, stay focused and get into this final on a Saturday and, and finish out what we had to do and that was come home with some celebrity, you know. And how did that game go? How did the Shield final go? The Shield final went, um, it was it was more or less a, a, a perfect day as in it wasn't cold, it was a slight breeze, but it was, it was dry. Um, it suited our lads. We played the width of the fields um, and... To be honest, yeah, we yeah we ran away with. And did you have a completely different team to, for for that game uh, compared to the opening game? Or was we, we, I won't say we I don't I won't say we had a different team. Um, we had a few different players, um, and we shifted some players around. We tried to do like when you play a failure. And I know it's no it's 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 a lot different at college level. But when you play failure, you kind of have to gauge. Do you want to start with your fin- strongest team? Do you want to finish with your strongest team? Like you got to gauge where you want to inject the new players in into the team to push on to a different level, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess the team we finished with on Friday was more or less give or take the team that started on the Saturday. And of course, you were you headed up that Fela team a couple of years ago and I think there were seven or eight lads who won that Fela a couple of years ago. Like So there's a, like as we said in the previous podcast, there's a, a fierce talent pool of players there that you're working with, Paddy. Yeah, there's actually, yeah, there's nine players there that would have been with Fela in 2017. Um Majority of them kids are only on that squad, that current squad, are only 18, 19 years of age. So it's a very okay. young team. And I think now that we have the Shields, I think whoever's the manager next year or, or selection, whoever's involved, definitely their ambition should be going straight to that cup now, now that we have the stepping stone. And would that, would that team, would that panel of players be younger compared to the other teams in the Carnum Glen Cup this yeah. year, Paddy? Yeah, so some of the other coaches we talked to from other teams, they were saying we would nearly be classified as a freshers team. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like as opposed to a Cormac Denal um, Cup competition uh, team, but um, I guess it is what it is. That's what we're in, and yeah. we just get on with it. So it didn't phase the lads. They, they, they played very well. So a lot of lads, it was their first time going to Ireland. Uh, how did the lads get on? How, what was the general feedback on, uh, on losing the game on the Friday and then to come away with something on the Saturday? What was the feedback from the, the, the players themselves? Yeah, obviously Saturday or Friday when we got back to the hotel, lads were down. Everyone was, because we were so close, Yeah, I think there was more scrutiny on, Jeannie, if I had got that score or if I hadn't let my man get that free. Or, I think we, we, we overanalyzed it, even as management. I know we did anyway. We started thinking about too much of things and we kind of had to park the bus and start focusing on our next task, which was winning the Shield on the Saturday. So we had a little chat with the lads. Um, we explained what the day tomorrow would be, what time we're meeting up, or what time breakfast was at. Um, and we kind of got on with it from there, you know. Um, the, lad, the lads conducted themselves very well. They're, they're a great bunch of lads. Um, there was no back chat with them to referees. There was no badness. Everything went really well. And I guess for such a bunch of club teams to come together, there was no, there was none of that clickety kind of thing. It was, it, they were all in together. It was, it was, they were a brilliant squad. Brilliant squad. That's one thing about the American lads, Paddy. They don't give, they don't give a uh, mug to the referees. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know, is it a good, I don't know, is it a good thing or a bad thing, but they don't, they don't give lip. 
was actually me who nearly got sent off on the Friday night game. Never mind if they are. Garrett, well, how was Garrett on the line? Was he uh, behaving himself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he got a yellow card with me. Oh, did he? <laughs> Um, ah, you know yourself. You feel like everything going like you yeah. feel like sometimes decisions are going against when they should be with you. And you know yourself. It's the heat of the game. But like after you kind of you kind of look at the raw hard. No, Graham was very good. Graham came there, met us at the hotel. Um, we had we had actually we had a great session with Anthony Masterson from Wexford. He trains the Wexford seniors now. Um, he gave us a session on the Thursday. It wasn't too hard, but it was just it was working on transitional play and stuff like that and. It was a different warm-up than what we'd be used to. So it was it was nice and relaxing, but at the same time, it was, it was kind of loosening out the legs, getting the striking of the ball and stuff like that. So it was good. Yeah, excellent stuff. So um, I, one question I wanted to ask you, when, of course, with Graham on the podcast uh, last month and he did a hard couple of sessions with the lads and then he went home. What was Graham's link up with the players and yourself in the intermediate intermediate couple of weeks there between him going back to New York and meeting up with G last week was there much uh, interaction between you there was yeah Graham was doing send me over whatever sessions he thought we should be working on um, I'd mix that up with whatever I had planned for the sessions and um, he was putting his stuff into the group to the lads telling them to stay focused stuff like that keep their mind on what we're here to do um, told them he was looking forward to meeting up with them can't wait to get going in the competition stuff like that you know yeah. Um, I think the guys really, really talked to Graham once they kind of got to know who he was, bought into his old setup, and and yeah, I I think he definitely benefited us. If, if, if anything, he definitely did. Yeah. Did he have any wise words, words of wisdom for the lads either after the Friday or the Saturday? Because uh, Graham's been through it all. He's won won so many, and of course, like you, you lose so many. Uh, you lose more than you win, really. And uh, did he have any uh, good words to give the lads afterwards? Yeah, don't get me wrong. Graham, Graham's an out-and-out winner. So, if, like, even Friday for him was a tough day because as a coach or as a manager or as even a player or even a waterboy, you, you don't want to lose a game when you're part of something. So, yeah. we were all sore on the Friday night. Um, and to repeat what I said, like, be so close, it was it was tougher, you know. But, um, yeah, he spoke very well on Saturday. He said he'd give his right arm to be out there playing. Um, you still have a chance to make history and, and be the first American team to win any silverware in this competition. So even though it wasn't the one we wanted, it was still it was still a massive achievement to go to be so dominant in the Shield final um, and to get something out of it. At least we came home with something as opposed to nothing, you know. Yeah, and did uh, did John Moore's of Liverpool go on to win it, Paddy? Oh yeah, they they, they won very easy. Yeah. And they wanted. They were the reigning champions, weren't they? They had beaten yeah. uh, the colleges two years ago when it was last played in the final. Yeah, it was kind of strange. We thought they, they probably would have should have went up a grade once they had won it. You know that they were yeah. saying. I'm not sure. That's not enough for us. That's for another day for someone else to decide. But um, no, look, they they genuinely they have a fantastic team. Very very strong team. Big lads. Um, yeah, they ran away. But I think like a half time. Against Halado in like two ten no score. And did you fly home and the did you fly home then on the Sunday, Paddy? What was the schedule? Did you get manage to get a few points in on the Saturday? <laughs> did you go back into the water? <laughs> How does it work with the hair then when you go into the water with the plugs? <laughs> we, 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 I have to wear a cap. I put on a wet cap. <laughs> A bit like you when you clip that beard on and off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a face warmer. Oh, 
I know, I know. I'm beginning to think it is. <laughs> Have you seen the price of energy? It's fast enough to heat this place. <laughs> um, no, we went back to Dublin on the Saturday night. Uh, All right, to okay. The, to the hotel. Uh, we let the lads uh, loose in coppers for the night. All right. So. <laughs> <laughs> no restrictions for the... Uh... Few bottles of holy water. <laughs> what time is the flight on the Sunday? Flight on Sunday, uh, they had to leave the hotel at eight and they flew home around 11. I didn't come home till Tuesday, so I'm only, yeah, today's my first day morning. Did you leave at 8 a.m.? Yeah, did you leave at 8 a.m.? My God. Are they all made it? All made it. Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know how many of them was just there and in, 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 in body ourselves, but... <laughs> But um, no, I th- I think overall they had a great trip. Yeah, if I say it again, they were disappointed that we didn't get to the cup final. Yeah. Um, I think we definitely would have had our work cut out to, to beat John Moore John in the Morris. final. Yeah. Yeah. But to go back to the, the start of the conversation, like most of these guys are only 18 and 19. Yeah. And to be that competitive and to play that well, and if you want to say realistically, he only had three strong challenge games outside of mm. what we had in York which as I said again was, was fantastic but to get three teams from Ireland to play us maybe if you want to call Wexford one Tala two and then SRC three um, and to see how they were getting better and better as the games were going on was, was brilliant you know So so Paddy like, are, are these group of players going to be together for the next two or three years in terms yeah. of the colleges team like, like they are if they're 18 or 19 they are kind of freshers yeah, yeah. In essence, are they here? In essence, you're going to have the bones to, and if you look at some of the kids that's coming through, there's going to be college eligible next year, and some of the lads that's maybe under 22, 23 age bracket that's going to still be there. Yeah, you have a fantastic team. Like the, the, the one thing that a lot, a lot of people commented on was they couldn't get over the the standard of the player that that was on the field. Okay. And the quality of football they were playing, and and that wasn't just like that was like. Like most colleges are saying, it's like, geez, couldn't get over how well you played, how well you tackled, stuff like that, you know. And it, it was great to hear, it, you know. Jeez. For but, um, some yeah. of the scores they in the final was just class. Was... It was just one of them times, you know, when, when everything seems to go right for you and Clicks. it's just yeah. all the motion was going with you and momentum was with us and our tails was up because we were having a few good scores. And, and yeah, everyone played well. Everyone played well. You don't have to play everybody, but unfortunately, you can't. You know, yeah. so that's the only downside about the game. And will John Boers go up, up to trench my, cup? My understanding, my understanding is they have to go up to trench cup now because they're asking when it's twice they can't. Okay, okay. So, and what's the story with yourself and Graham for the future? Is it? Uh, are you are you staying on, or are you just gonna wait to see yeah, what happens? You kind of have to wait to see what happens because it goes the, the college's management is picked. I guess if you want to call it on who wins the under twenty one championship or under twenty championship. Say that again, sorry. So, the college's manager is picked on the basis of who wins the under-20 championship in New York. All so right, okay. Because, because Rangers won it this year, um, I was allowed to nominate myself, or the club nominated me as manager. We All right, okay. Club. okay. So I guess it'll, it'll go kind of on who wins it next year or and take from there. But um, I definitely enjoyed my experience. Um, it was... It's a short and brief one. It's intense. Um, it's tough, tough from having to make cuts. It's tough from not giving lads game time when you go home, even though they're there with you. It's, it's, yeah, it's tough. 
you know, because you become such good friends with these lads, you get, you see, I've seen them three nights a week. Um, it's just, you, you kind of have to just face the team that's in front of you and put whatever you think is best from your troops out to that. It doesn't mean you think any less of any of them on the squad because yeah. they're all fantastic officers. As we said, they made the best 26 out of the whole New York, you know. And yeah, was it 40 you had at the start of the season, Paddy? I, 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 yeah, I think the highest number we had was around 41 numbers in total, which was Whoa. fantastic, you know, yeah. massive. Massive. So the interest is, interest is growing and growing. It's, it's, it was brilliant this year. Um, I'd like to think next year, whoever's there, they'll have definitely the bones of a, of a fantastic team. Um, and like I said, to add to what's there already, and maybe some of the lads that weren't available this year be it for they're on scholarships or whatever else, maybe they'll be available next year and maybe okay. threaten even more, you know? Yeah. Are there any kind of players there, Paddy, that would be who's moving on to the senior setup, do you know, or who would be the kind of um I, I would imagine there's there's probably two or three lads that will will fall in with the senior bracket. Um and I'd be very surprised if a lot of these lads that would not be trying out and more than likely making the, the junior squad. Yeah. I'd be very surprised if a lot of these lads didn't didn't get in around the junior club. Yeah, so we'll just touch on the junior the junior setup this year. So the, so the Ju- New York are entering a junior team this year into the All Ireland Junior Championship, which will be going home to Ireland, and they'll be training for the next couple of months. Uh, it will be all American born again, won't it? So there'll be another chance for for fellas to get game time against Irish lads. You know, again building that 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 experience of playing against Irish fellas, not playing against fellas they've played against before. So like it's they're really getting game time and getting plenty of experience. Yeah, like if you if you want to start back to say the fail of twenty seventeen, then you had the sixteen development squads, the seventeen development squads, you have the colleges, like a lot of these kids would have come through that whole program and now you're kinda of going to the senior end of it where you're going to go from colleges to junior championship, all Ireland championship, which is absolutely brilliant for for the lads because it's a stepping stone for them to get into that senior squad yeah. um, it'll stand it'll stand heaps them, you know so it's definitely it's definitely an advantage and it's definitely part of a stepping stone to help the transition I guess into the senior bracket for some not all it's the same with every county not all lads will make that transition but it'll definitely help the guys that is there and thereabouts make that little more of a bridge of a gap you know so and when did you start training for this whole championship, Paddy? How many months ago? I know Graham took a, a session. We start, we start, yeah, we started in around Evan, uh, around November. I guess the second week of November. That's when we started. Okay, so nearly it was in essence four hard months of uh, yeah of training. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's, it's in around the four months. We probably train three nights a week. When Graham was here for the two weeks in January, we probably up to probably ten sessions. Um, not all trained on the field we've done some recovery we've done a gym session we mixed it up but that was kind of intense you try and maximise the best you can out of the times when they're all home from college so that's Thanksgiving and that's Christmas okay. um, outside of that you kind of you still have great numbers like even when the lads are on back to college you're still hitting 18 to 23 numbers at, at, at the training which was, was brilliant yeah. it was savage yeah so there was I- plenty of interest you know and so, what clubs were these? Were are these lads uh, from some of the main ones? The, your Barnabases, Shannon Gales, Rangers, your own club. Yeah, your Barnabas, Shannon Gales, Rangers, Rocklands. You had St Brendan's. Um, uh, who else? You had Danny Burke, who is part of our club, but he's he's up in Poughkeepsie. Um, so, like, big shift in from a lot of the guys. Lads that was away in Connecticut, coming home at weekends to train with us. That's in college. Um, Strantham. Um, well, yeah, so yeah. it was a big commitment for a lot of these lads, you know. Yeah. So it was, it was deadly, it was deadly to kind of 
get something for them at the end of it all. And I know, I know there was a big commitment from the players, but there was also a huge commitment from management and the, the backroom staff and organising Paddy and sponsorship. Um, tell me how that got on. I saw there was a banner of all the lads before they went. Lots of sponsors. Tell me that the once again, the uh, Irish community rallied around and uh, raised a lot of money to, to finance the trip. Yeah, um, we have. We were very lucky. We have um, two brilliant women up there. Like we have Colette McGalligan and Geraldine Dotney. Um, Colette was doing all the logistics stuff. Um, Geraldine Dotney was looking after hot food after training, um, water, chocolate, whatever the lads wanted. It was always there. Um, she was cleaning the bibs, the jerseys for us for training. Um, Colette, on the other hand, then was doing all the logistics of the flights, the buses, the hotels. Like the, the work them women put in outside of their own jobs or their own families was Trojan. And then you have Sean Price, who, who's his own business, who's a busy man, and his, his own family, McKeely, same thing, busy man. And then we kind of all get together and we kind of reached out to everybody and anybody that we knew um, and turned every stone that we could and kind of shake the pockets and see what we got, you know. What did everything cost and how much did you raise? Was everything covered in the end? Or? Yeah, I think in around 40,000 as well. Wow. We worked at it in around, give or take a few bob, you know. Brilliant. Um, yeah, it, it, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And because we raised it all this year, we, we took the pressure off the lads trying to have to sell tickets. Um, usually the lads kind of sell tickets to, and that kind of pays for their flight. Um, and we just thought we'd take that burden off this year mm-hmm. and have them just focus fully on the football. And it, it worked out well for us in the end. Yeah, you were saying that in the previous podcast. It's crucial, like just taking that worry away from fellas oh, to trade yeah. sell tickets, uh, it's, just it's to focus on the football. They've enough to be doing, and I guess it gets them to buy into more. Saying, "Listen, we really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. We'll do this part for ye if you can just help us and focus on what we want you to do." You know, so okay. yeah, it was brilliant. We were very lucky. We have some great sponsors. Um, just even messing my own boss, uh, Crown Electric, as our main sponsor this year, um, very good to us, along with all the sponsors that we had. And like you said, on the band off, um, there was a lot of sponsors of, of people that had an annual they called, whether it was maybe buying a meal after training one of the nights, it was playing for the water, we were getting some of the nights. E- everyone was digging in and helping out, you know. Okay, brilliant. And for, your, for yourself, Paddy, are you going to be training a couple of teams for the rest of the summer? Are you going to take a break? <laughs> no rest for the wicked? <laughs> What are you involved in? What are you involved in next? I think I'm, I'm, I'm like one of them people that's out mowing the lawn, lining the field, putting up the nets, making sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> I know, money messing. Um, we're very lucky with the club. Yeah, no, I'll probably I'll I'll, I'll be I'll be in around the twenties, junior B's, junior A's, or whatever. We'll see, we'll see what's there. Um, we haven't done our managements yet because we were kind of holding out to see what the senior board was doing with the different divisions but um, I think we're having a meeting next week but yeah I feel like I'm missing out if I'm not doing something you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> get you out of the house for a while true well Paddy thanks very much yourself and the team the management players did all the New York Pro you came home with silverware fair play to you and I think the, as, as we've said before the future is bright for uh, New York football future is in great hands uh, Michael and I just want to say a massive thanks um, to the two years the podcast and kind of giving the lads a bit of publicity and um, definitely helped. No problem. Anything we can do, yeah. Paddy, appreciate it. Talk to you soon, buddy. Thanks, Paddy. <laughs>
That's all for this week. Let us know what you think by leaving us a comment on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at The Long Haul Podcast. Subscribing to our channel will mean that you'll be the first to get notified when a new episode is released. All of our podcasts, including our episode with Paddy and Mead football legend Graham Garrity, are up on thelonghaulpodcast.com. Just a reminder too that the New York seniors play Saltel Noctacara in a challenge game on Friday, March 18th at 7.30pm in Gaelic Park. Come out and show your support as the lads build towards their Connacht Championship tie versus Sligo, which takes place on Easter Sunday this year. Thanks for listening and Slán Gafol. Dear Annie, oh you New York girls, can you dance the polka to me? Why you Santi? My dear Annie, oh you New York girls, can you dance the polka?